Off the leash is off and running week nine in the books for the Cleveland Browns. Mark Schwab, Leah Doherty, Ashley Holder with you for the big fun share. Hello. The big program. Uh, ladies, true false question of the week. If the Browns lose in Baltimore, they are out of the running for the AFC North. <laughs> I mean, are, are you out of it? Mm, I don't know, but you have, you'd have you have to do a whole lot that's, to that's stay the, in it. That's yeah. the true false. That, you can't pick the gray area. Know, okay. Mark, we always want to go gray. I know. With the if, if, if I have to pick, I'm going to say yes, they're out. Just because... Two losses to Baltimore is tough, right? Bengals are coming back. I don't know if I can give them that on the road, even though it's the last game of the season, which is going to be crucial for both teams. Um, Plus, you add the Steelers exactly loss the Steelers as well. loss as well. Even if they were to you know go one and one and beat the Ravens this weekend, and then the following weekend, you know beat the or uh, lose to the Steelers. I mean, sorry, lose to the Ravens, Ravens this weekend, and then the following weekend beat the Steelers. I would still say probably they're just going to be in a really really tough hole. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would go true. True. I'd go I, true on that. I agree. They are right now two back in the loss column to Baltimore. You have to go by the loss column right now because the Ravens have not had their bye week. If they lose, uh, they would be another game back. And Actually, I'm sorry, they're one game back. Lose and they're two. And it's then a de facto three games because the Ravens would have the tiebreaker winning the head-to-head. You're not overcoming that. You have to get past Baltimore. You're not overcoming that. I just don't think you are unless for some reason the Ravens decided to lose four or five. And I, why would that happen? So I, I just feel like they have to win. It's rare can a week 10 game be a season-changing game, but it can be season-changing for the Browns and the fact that if they lose, we're talking wild card. Yeah, If they sure. win it, they're still in this, and then they got to go beat Pittsburgh, but that's a... I'm smart. I'm sorry. That is a smaller hill to climb. Yeah. I'm finding it harder to talk with a cough drop in my mouth than I normally do. But yeah, these are the just, struggles right now. I just want to let everyone know, me and Mark are struggling. We are like fighting. Yeah. I am fighting to I'm not like cough saying words. It's, it's word salad. Um... They have to win this. Otherwise, by the way, I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs because I believe they would be a very strong wild card contender. But you always prefer to win the division. You're guaranteed the home game, and then you're only contending with other parts of your division, not all these other teams in the AFC. We're looking right. at you know now you're trying, what did the Buffalo do today? I know they lost this week, but they're technically they're out of the playoffs right now. But they're, they're going to get back into this. You're looking at all these other teams. I don't want to deal with that. It's fascinating when you look at the AFC North picture right now because if they were to go to the playoffs right now, every AFC North team would technically be in the playoffs, and I don't think that's ever happened never before. Happened. Correct? Never, it's only had the potential to happen uh, like the last. I don't know, 10, 20 years. I can't remember. But no, it's never happened before. It would now because every team just apparently the rest of the AFC is just trash other than like what Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I agree, though, too, with your true false question to where I don't see the Ravens stumbling anytime soon. And mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. That's what makes me think that the Browns would be out of the running for AFC North because, yeah, like you said, the Bengals are only getting better with Burrow getting healthier and healthier. Yeah. And I don't see the Ravens stumbling anytime They looked soon. great against the Bills. Yeah. By the way, Baltimore, they have huge two. They got yeah. the Browns. Then they got the <laughs> Bengals on Thursday night. If they win both of those... Turn out the lights. Yeah, they got the they north. Got <laughs> and the rest of us are yeah. talking wild card for the rest of the way. 
Uh, so, okay, we, we, are, we are in agreement. And, and there's no, um, I saw a couple of reports. Now, I don't know if it, I'm assuming it's not true, but I know they were talking about it. There's no way that the Ravens and Browns get flexed to nighttime, a night game, right? It's too soon, a, it's too soon that. for that. I, I'm sorry, it's too late for that, I believe, isn't yeah. it? That's got to be done a couple I, of weeks I just ago. Saw, I saw an article, too, on and I was trying to read up on it. Yeah, they couldn't. It's too late in the yeah, game. Yeah, Mark's got to gotta figure that. out his travel schedule. Hey, I'm they, supposed to be leaving. They can't be the messing with you. Sunday night football. Outstanding Al Taylor. Mark Schwab. That'll be a fun road trip. What is it like well, to road trip with Mark Schwab? He said, I wonder that he listens to 80s music. What is it like? Him Actually, and Al listen to 80s music. That's what he said. Well, Al, see, Al, now we're getting far afield here. But Shout Al, out to Al. Al is awesome. Loves his 80s on 8 on Sirius. So if you're in the car, that's what you're listening to. I'm more of a podcast guy, so I don't really, I'm not a big music guy. So are you going to listen to Off the Leash over and over and yeah. over and over after, and over after and over? I memorized this show. I will then go back and start memorizing the One thing about Mark, he loves hearing the sound of his own voice. Oh, my word. He's just going to listen to the podcast over and over again. Can't help his... Especially with a cough drop drop in his mouth. He (laughs) loves it. Please don't mention the word cough. Uh, Okay, so here's a question. How in the world do they win this game with backup offensive tackles? Not just one... Two. And I know it's going to take about 10 seconds for the three most puke-inducing words in football to come out. <laughs> Next, Next man, man up! Well, you know what? Um, just listening to, you know, Josh and Eric on fifth quarter on um, Sunday after the game, I think they made a really good point of, you know, the production from Wills hasn't been that, you know, detrimental to the point that, like, they're – in an awful position now. I think the one thing that hurts them is like the longevity, longevity of how long someone's been in the mix. But I, I hate to use this, but if we know anything from Josh Dobbs, you can leave and go to a team and do pretty well the next day, but he is a Tennessee ball. So I expect nothing less from that guy. So there's just a saying, little bit of a bias. Yeah. You know, little, but I'm just saying like, you know, you get him in the fold, you start getting him working. Obviously this week they're going to get him, you know, Mm-hmm. right thrown throwing him right in the fold and what a game to start you know for him but I, I just think since you weren't getting as much production as long as you know Hudson can stay around the same amount I mean you, you you're doing pretty good from where you were and I think a good example of what we've seen right is Dewan Jones coming in and, and stepping up right I think there, well. there was a lot of concern of okay how could he handle stepping into that role as a rookie and I think we've seen good things from him the way that he that he's been adjusting and you know they potentially talked about maybe swinging him into that left tackle role how exactly that might look Stefanski talked a little bit about it they're viewing all of their options but he stepped up really well for them yeah, he's been uh, better than expected. I mean, we drafted obviously the the size with him was such a talking point when they drafted him, but just because you're big doesn't mean you can play. You got to coach that guy up, and so far, they've done a pretty good job with that. They've got him playing at a. I mean, they've been without Conklin now since the first week, and I don't think anyone's talking about hey, right tackle is killing them. Um, they're gonna need to run the ball. <coughs> there we go. Oh my gosh. Okay, well I'll jump in while. Uh... Oh my gosh, you guys. Is, They're over here dying. This is going to be episode nine, the coughing episode. Yeah, the cough. 
I will say the good news is you talk about Conklin, right? That's a season-ending injury. You have Chubb. That's a season-ending <laughs> injury. That's what we feared when you saw Jed go down on yeah. Sunday, right? It looked really bad. He was in immense pain. You were worried. Here we're going to go again. This is going to be another season-ending, you know, knee injury. Stefanski did say they're hoping he's just going to miss four weeks with it. What they say, MCL injury. So that's better than ACL. Some mm-hmm. of those other things, and so you really just need someone that's going to be able to step up for those few weeks, and then hopefully you can work. Jet well, back one in. thing I will give the Browns is they've been able to bounce back pretty good from all of these injuries. I will say totally. that for them to still be five and three now, um, it's just I, I think it's a testament to that they're still chugging through, and on top of that, the injuries and being so uncertain at quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that they're doing the best that they can, and to, again, to still be five and three is a good decent position to be in considering what they've dealt with. So I think that this tackle position is going to be is just a, as a good, smooth transition as the other ones have yeah, been. That's really one do. thing you can say about this. They've team been used to it already. They're resilient. I mean, you think back to Pittsburgh and Chubb going down, you say season's done. They're over, right? And yeah. then Deshaun, oh, is he coming back? Is he not? They're done, you know, and even if Deshaun's playing, he doesn't look very good. And so they're done. And they find a way to win games. They find a way to work yeah. whenever. I mean, they've had so many people go down with injuries just look at Sunday's game how the many defense. how many guys got injured yeah. you know now you look at Marquise Goodwin he's in concussion protocol there's just so many guys that got injured that you think there's no way they bounce back from this yeah and that's people want to come after Kevin Stefanski that's something to be said there that you know they haven't lost their way they've, they've, they've overcome totally they they obviously pay, played a terrible team last uh on Sunday against Which is the Cardinals is very important to remember the, it is however what I'm going to get at here this is this shouldn't fly then I didn't understand this the run game was terrible Jerome Ford stunk averaged 2.2 yards a carry Kareem Hunt was 2.7 they couldn't run the ball. No. Mm-hmm. And I and I think, too, there's something to be said that while the run game hasn't had a lot of production, what was it, Kareem Hunt's fourth straight game with a rushing touchdown? So, like, while he's not racking up yards, he is scoring points and is having, yeah, yeah. is having some production. But, <laughs> no, if your run game's not doing anything and then receiver-wise, you're pretty much just looking at Amari Cooper – how effective Which is that going to be? Which we've never seen a game like that from Amari this season. Guy? So, I mean, and the last in the last play got him forty nine yards. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's remember that too. So, if you take that away, he was under a hundred. And they utilized Njoku more. Thank goodness. That's yeah. what I've now, been granted, saying. <laughs> but that also shows how bad that defense is. They left Njoku wide open. Totally. I could have scored that's not on gonna, that play. That's not going to happen against Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's those those easy things are not going to happen. Even with Deshaun getting his pass deflected off of Steele head like that and then crazy. Amari comes up I still don't think Baltimore would let that happen they think someone's gonna get up and try and swat it bat it down something like that before they just sit around and look like they don't know what's happening I just think it's so important to remember that this team really just really wasn't mm-hmm. good and I feel like they didn't even try to a point point. and if there was a game to work Deshaun back into I mean it was this one that was the game to work yeah. him back in test out his arm you know watch him throw a couple deep balls see how he could do you know you have more room to kind of make some mistakes or work out those kinks as you're working yourself back from an injury but now it's okay now we have Baltimore yeah. coming down the pipeline and then the and, Steelers and, and that's another defensive no room, battle no room for error at this point yeah so we had talked a lot on this show about Watson. As obviously, everyone talked about Watson and the shoulder, and is he back, and is he not, and what's going on, all the week-to-week stuff. It really felt like, though, this time, okay, this is moving. We're moving on from that issue and that talking point. He was pretty definitive after the game when he said, 
Monday, I felt like I turned a corner. I showed up. I had more strength. It wasn't a problem. And that was really the first clear communication I felt we had had from anyone on this issue. It was always better day-to-day, getting treatment, working through it, wants to be out there, all that BS stuff. that we. That was the first, here is a definitive day that this was the definitive thing. It was better. And it makes you feel like, okay, we're done with this. Yeah. We're well, done. And we, that, can, we can now move on to the next thing. That shows you why true. They, they didn't trade for a quarterback, right? A lot of people are thinking, are they going to trade for... I still think they needed a quarterback. But yeah, anyway. yeah, you know, they're not going <laughs> to trade for a quarterback, okay? Then they know that on Monday, Deshaun felt good and felt like he was going to play and could go hopefully the rest of the season. The biggest thing, too, was Stefanski said he didn't have any setbacks from that game. You know, you had wondered, like we saw against the Colts, is he going to take a big hit? And, ooh, okay, is he going to be able to get back up? And how's his shoulder going to be? And he took some big hits on Sunday. He was able to keep going. Dude, he's a freaking quarterback. He right. should take big hits. Right. Well, yes, but, but with the, the thing shoulder, is, that's good. you were right. worried. But see, gonna... that's the thing that is going to bother me against the Ravens and moving forward to bigger powerhouse teams is that right there. It's like them being like, you know, I don't even know who I call them, fans or whatever. Just people, you know, when they try and give him an excuse. Not that you are. I'm not saying you are. But, you know, when they're like, oh, well, he got hit right there. He landed on his shoulder. It's like, dude, he's a freaking quarterback. He's going to get hit. He's going to land land on his shoulder. His head's going to get hit. That one position is, to me, is like the least amount of contact. You, right. get, you get what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like... They're always going to have this excuse for mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? And I and I think the Browns organization will always come out like that. Because yeah. every time now he gets hit, we're all looking like, we're all Deshaun? Just worried because what, Deshaun? what happened yeah. in the Colts game, we didn't think it, he was, for lack of a better term, like that fragile. Like you didn't right. think he could take one And they one made that hit. about a concussion right. that wasn't even, yeah. we knew nothing about. Yeah. And so I think seeing that there's at least progress, that he didn't have any setbacks, we kind of saw the strength yeah. of his arm. They're, to your point, moving forward, should be no excuses. We saw him absorb big hits. We saw that he could throw the deep ball. Okay, there's no excuses kind of using that shoulder anymore moving forward. And the timing couldn't be better for that, obviously. Mm -hmm. We talked about the importance of these next two games. This game, starting with Baltimore, really these next two, but you can't win the one two weeks from now this week. you got to start here. This is why he is here, to get on the field with guys like Lamar Jackson, with guys like Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow, the big boys of this division, and the other powerhouse players in the AFC when those games come. That is what the, the Haslam said, we need one of those. And they went and got one. And they paid him a lot of money, and it hasn't worked out to this point. Well, okay, if the shoulder's better, go play Sunday. Play well Sunday. That's what. Go play to the moment. We need to see this. Yeah, And you need to see complimentary football, which yes, we saw against the Cardinals. Granted, it was against the Cardinals. But that was really the first time we had seen both the offense and the defense seem like they were on the same page. Yeah, they were playing and, the team at the Texas Tech could have beat them. Oh, yes, okay. But <laughs> I'm just saying, that's what we need to see is complimentary yes, football, right. right? That's the first time we've seen both the offense and defense on the same page, playing strong together, feeding off of each other. And so you need another crazy performance like we had from the defense and you need to see this offense take those steps you had uh, some of the guys talking about baltimore right that's right juan thornhill spoke on monday about facing baltimore once again i'm excited i mean we we beat cincinnati lost to baltimore so um this is a rematch um, i'm super excited about it um i feel like we'll come in with a with a different swag about us you know a little bit more energy we'll play more uh some better cleveland brown football for you that's what you can say about this defense. They got a lot of swag. Swag. They do. I mean, you got, I mean, I, you know, he, I don't think he did it yesterday, but Miles Garrett sometimes does a crossover dribble. 
behind the defensive line. That just oozes swag. Yeah, well, you can just tell that they like each other. They have fun playing together. And that makes a huge difference because you want to go that extra mile for the guy next to you. And you could you could tell. And um, what was it on Wednesday? Jim Schwartz, Miles Garrett said this, came, came into practice and said, we have to get back to playing like ourselves after you saw the Seattle game. He said, we have to get back to being ourselves. And what a better game to get back to being yourselves than just getting to go crush the Cardinals. Baltimore tore apart Seattle. Yeah, that's uh, concerning. 37-3 And Beckham is final. back this time around. Yeah. Beckham was that, even though he's not doing anything. Yeah, he's, he's not going to do it. He's, he's, I, he's back. not, but I think you still can't, I think sometimes you still need to account for him. Yeah, here's what he's going to do. He's going to chirp this week, and then he'll probably go out on Sunday and make one or two big plays. He will act like in those moments he's the greatest player ever and just won the Super Bowl MVP in that moment. And then he'll finish with like four catches for 42 yards. And I don't know if they'll win or not, but Odell Beckham Jr. will continue to act like he's Jerry Rice. Uh, He's just not very good anymore. He's just mouthy and gets hurt all the time. They run the ball a lot. Keaton Mitchell, an undrafted rookie, had a big day yesterday. Nine carries for 138 and a touchdown. He had a long run. We know what Lamar can do. Ten for 60. Gus Edwards. I'm actually a big fan of the Gus bus. Five for 52. (laughs) Two scores. He's an underrated player in this league. Doesn't catch the ball a whole lot, but he has a one-cut-and-go hammer back. And Gus Edwards can have big days. This team, we know what the identity is. They can talk about they brought in Monk and they want to throw more. It's still... It's still Lamar, Give Lamar the running the ball, game, let him and move. the tight end. Yeah, and don't forget, you got to look at what they did uh, to Seattle. Held, held the defense held them to three points. There wasn't even a, a the most that a, a, one of their players got for for uh, on the ground was sixteen yards. That was the highest. Well, and if there's something too that that the Browns defense said they needed to work on, it was the run game. So that's we saw improvements, right? They absolutely destroyed. Yeah, they shut down the team Keontae that can get you. Ingram, who I yeah. like, and it's a nice player. I can tell you this a little bit about him. This team can get you on the ground. They can get you through the air. So I mean, it's I still think just like it was the first one, it's a defensive battle, and I kind of feel like the Ravens. I feel like they was off their game when they was here, to be honest with you. They didn't play like they're playing now. I really think they well, was off their okay. game. And they then, didn't need to, though. They had the Dorian Thompson-Robinson incident no, I, going I on. I understand that, but, just, that was but, a still, gift game. but still, that game, that, that game still isn't what I think any indicative to what we'll see this this weekend, regardless of like Deshaun being out there, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, or that DTR was out there and had that awful game. Still, the Ravens weren't, they were barely doing anything. Well, it took them forever to get two point. touchdowns. They from, didn't need to. Right. I, I get it, but I'm just saying, <laughs> even if they could have, I still don't think they would have played right. the way they are now. I, like they're, they've they've, they've hit a stride. We, they've hit a stride. We will see and a stronger at home mm-hmm. behind their. I mean, that fan base is like we will see a stronger Ravens team for sure than what we saw coming in here to Cleveland. I think so, and I think sure. when you put too much, it can't all be on the defense this week for the Browns. It oh just gosh, can't. No. It's got to. St- we got to stop with that. Like, that's oh, why Watson the defense. Oh, we like it. We yeah, like it like that that's, now, dude. That's what we were just saying. That's why they gave Watson two hundred thirty million. Yeah, show up. They said why they didn't trade for a quarterback because he's got two thirty in his pocket. That's why. And because they knew he was going to be back, so yeah. he should hopefully be back so in two thirty. He better be back. All they have to do is his hope arm he better be hanging off. Never gets hurt again because none of us want to relive the PJ Walker experience. Let me tell you something. 
I just saw a clip of Matthew Stafford against the Browns when he threw when he threw the winning touchdown. Oh, against Detroit? You just saw the yeah, against, yeah. Have you seen this, Leah? And his arm was freaking fell off. Oh, he the was shoulder, destroyed. And he still went it. If Matthew Stafford can do it, gosh darn it, it's, Deshaun, you better get it? your butt out was there. Was it like the quarterback at Kentucky last season that like his finger came out of place and it was bent in the weird direction and they like popped it back? Then in. I don't remember. Oh my gosh, he's just no. We know it wasn't Deshaun though. Burrow's no. bloody finger last night was grossing me out Looked like but I mean for your shoulder to be out dude and you still throw it like yeah come on I just it's like dig that's one of the figure it out dig deep that, that play doesn't figure get enough run Matt Stafford if you haven't seen it google it yeah. it's Matt Stafford when versus the, the Browns Brown, like game winning touchdown he gets absolutely destroyed on a hit and Ashley's right his shoulder is like, down. Ha, it's like it was his shoulder no. is like if you had a transformer as a kid and the arm was broken and it was just kind of hanging down there that's what he had he had a shoulder of hamburger and he goes out and throws a game winning touchdown pass and you're like that dude is nails yeah you saw that you're like all right Deshaun Let's go. And I wasn't whip, ripping Deshaun while he was out. I really wasn't. Because if you're hurt, you're hurt. I ripped the team for how they handled that. It was just I wasn't ripping was Deshaun. Handled. Nobody's like, oh, suck it up and get out there. It was just more like the communication. It stunk. It, it was just they, weird. They mishandled it. He should have been on IR. We know that. We kind of hashed that over at mm-hmm. nauseum. But mm-hmm. that's the way it is. All right. They win this one. And let's, let's go to fantasy land for a minute. They win this one. And they beat Pittsburgh. Dude. <laughs> Cleveland will explode oh the Monday gosh. after the yeah. Steeler game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At that might, point, they might have a parade. <laughs> it, would, it would be We only nuts. have parades for winning the NBA Finals and losing the World Series. And if you weren't here in the 90s, you're not going to understand that. But trust me. <laughs> we, were, um, we were being born in the 90s, Mark. Listen, ladies. <laughs> listen me and Leah to me. Leah and talk barely in the 90s. <laughs> I was uh, I was only born uh, on the tail tail end of the nineties. Oh my god! I got to live my boy band nineties life though. You uh, know, in sync, Backstreet Boys. I was a part of that wave a little bit. <laughs> the years are just going by. Uh, here we go. By the way, the uh, the Steelers win again. We kind of talked about the whole division like that. And Cincinnati. It's funny. Even if the Browns do win this game, we talk about how big it is for them. Um, th- this division. Even if the Browns win it and they've knocked the Ravens down, this division is so crazy because of. Cincinnati getting better. I do think the Steelers will fall apart, but there's a whole lot of football to be played. There's a lot of teams, like the Bengals already lost to the Browns and the Ravens, but they could beat them both, and they're tied. The Browns could get even here with the Ravens and get tied. There's, the tiebreakers yep, could be so weird and interesting. such a strange second it's half. It's a fascinating division. division to watch. How it's, it's kind of been from the yep. jump that this could be anyone's game, you know, especially when you started off with Burrow Hurt. Yep. I think from the start, everybody was yep. like, anybody could take this. We don't know how it's going to shake out. It is up to the Browns and then the Bengals. They've got to bring the Ravens back to earth or else... The Ravens will all Baltimore. fly away with this one. That is going to do it for another action-packed episode of Off the Leash. Where we cough all the way. This is just like, uh, you know, what's that? What's the segment, I think, on Saturday Night Live? Coffee talk? This would just be <laughs> coughing oh, talk. Oh, we should name it that. I think Ooh, we got a good name. Good job, Mark. Coming in with the title. 